Hello and welcome to one another episode of Nerds Novices and Nice Guys, a podcast by Samrat Kunal, Arjun, and me, Abhinit. Uh, Arjun th- thinks that uh, it is dumb for us to introduce uh, ourselves every episode, so it is better for me to just to take our names and continue. And that is what we are going to do from this episode and on. And uh, he says that if you still don't know who we are, you probably better go back and listen to the first episode. Am I right, Arjun? हाँ या ऑफकोर्स अब सेकेंड सेकेंड सीजन पर आ गए हम लोग एंड एट दिस पॉइंट नो यू स्टार्ट गेटिंग रैंडम मैसेजेस फ्रॉम पीपल एंड यू स्टार्ट गेटिंग फैन क्लब्स एंड फैन पेजेस ऑन इंस्टाग्राम एंड अदर अदर सोशल मीडिया साइट्स सो एट दिस पॉइंट वी रियली कॉन्ट बी वी रियली कॉन्ट अफोर्ड टू इंट्रोड्यूस आर सेल्स एवरी सिंगल एपिसोड छोटे से तुच्छे से पॉडकास्ट है क्या हम लोग रखो भाई बहुत बड़ा पॉडकास्ट हो गया ना अपना We we are a very micro niche internet Instagram uh, subculture uh, podcast, you know. So yeah, you, yeah. It, uh, the numbers that we are putting up as a micro niche inter- Instagram Instagram subculture podcast is very good. True, true. And by the way, if Samrat's audio quality is not to the best, uh, yeah, I would like his listeners to know that he is in some village in Punjab. Uh, Samrat can doing drugs, us. by the way. No, no, no. Now, now, border, दूसरे तरफ से border के मतलब heroine का मतलब एक नया consignment पिका गया है. Samrat उसको personally उठाने गया था. So basically, like, yeah, I am in Punjab. Thankfully, not doing drugs, neither taking consignment of drugs from Pakistanis, but. you know just just to go off on a tangent there's this uh, there's this thing i noticed uh, while i was here and that is you know this you've all seen this image of punjab being created as this land of just royal enfield bullets right that that bullets are the only thing people used to commute in uh, punjab apparently the that only, is not the only yeah. images of punjab that i have seen are those in santa vanta jokes ke caricature so <laughs> yeah i'm not even kidding right now Let me tell you, that's more or less accurate. <laughs> you know, Santa or Banta bumbling over some woman while, मतलब at a party or while having, मतलब spilling their drinks over themselves or the woman like क्या चल रहा है वे मतलब पंजाबी लोगों को मजाक करके वो that is that that is it. हाँ तो coming back to the uh, topic of motorcycles. तो यहाँ पे I've seen a lot more splendors. Like Punjab almost has a love affair with splendors. There are so many. Like every family has at least one splendor here. एक splendor 125 cc सबके पास है और सबके पास purple purple uh, decals वाली है. I've not seen a blue decal splendor anywhere. सबके पास purple decal वाला splendor है and uh, that's just something that I thought was interesting to mention. Okay, sorry. चलो main topic से अब start करते हैं. So uh, today I guess we are talking about what the fuck is wrong with Disney because yes, uh, yep. because what's wrong, wrong with Disney what's wrong, what's with, wrong Disney? with the big mouse what's wrong with the big mouse like we've seen the big mouse being weird over his over the years we've seen you know apparently racist things we've seen uh, we've seen weird things like 
weird uh, weird weird stuff thrown into their cartoons but ultimately right now what disney is doing is i i believe the most sinister you know the most sinister thing that it has done and that is it's just it's monopolizing culture in a sense all major franchises all major shows everything is now a part of uh, you know the big mouse's empire the big mouse like everything from marvel to i don't know what is the mouse's bitch so i so what do you guys think about that like is that a good thing according to according to you guys or is that bad i think the big mouse is doing what the cia tried to do when <laughs> it tried to topple governments in the south america and all and you know try to americanize every single country out there and matlab uh, <laughs> then matlab when when the us army uh, when the US, where the us army has failed the big mouse has succeeded i would say right <laughs> the people people throw stones at the us army tanks and they they show they uh, they take their children to the cinema to show the movies of disney so i guess big uh, the soft uh, when they, say, they when they say that you know the soft power is you know a very strong diplomatic tactic and you know a very strong geopolitical tactic i guess they are true because just look at how uh, disney has managed to americanize entire countries and you know entire continents the the craze for uh the almost the entire catalog of characters that disney owns is just mind blowing right and uh, yeah so i guess it, and uh, to your question whether it's right or wrong of course it's wrong to some extent you know but okay capitalism more capitalism what else are you going to do there so yeah i mean yeah. like yeah, can't undercut the importance of like you know the kind of values that disney propagates right it's like everything will be happy in the end to whether why you know white uh, white anglo saxon you know protestant values that are like yeah 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 you know pedals right so so i mean like yeah it, it is in a very sense you know it, the the impact that disney has cannot be underplayed in any sense man like and samrat was talking about it no it, it owns mcu it owns universal studios it owns uh, pixar Stars. basically basically a star wars do everything every, most of the top grossing movies of like uh, uh, most of the top grossing movies of uh, like almost every year you see you know at least like you know half of more than half of the things that are top grossing are owned by disney or you know are have disney money in them right so kind of impact that disney is having on culture that cannot be underplayed and you know what are the sort of um, kind of I mean, if you can talk about damage, what is the kind of impact that it is having? You know, independent of any value assertion we'd like to make of it, is in itself, you know, an interesting study. And yeah, as far as you know, whether the impact is good or bad is concerned, I think that you know, anything that is you know monopolized to such an extent does have ramifications, whether we realize it or not. So I I would say that you know the fact that it is monopolizing culture to this extent in itself might be problematic, but yeah. but i mean if you don't see any problem with monopolies in themselves there are i think still many grounds on which you can criticize disney in the way that it is you know it, it the way it is propagating it what it believes culturally i mean what do you guys think na so why me kehna chahta i was trying to say that uh, the the part about you know that the free market is free and that's what uh, makes it so good because you know the companies are allowed to act on their individual power and So yeah, it's just capitalist bullshit uh, to some extent. कि मतलब ठीक है जो करना है करो 
as long as you are doing it matlab uh, on your own accord and matlab not uh, going through any unfair means unfair means ka bhi matlab there is this uh, distinction right what is unfair legally and what is unfair ethically what disney is doing might be legal ha huh? but uh, it is by no means ethical or you know Uh, something which is morally uh, uh, agreeable to some extent you know ki matlab you are just uh, uh, for example they are you know t- taking up stories that exist in the public domain or have existed in the public domain for centuries you know like the brothers grimms uh, fairy tales and uh, other folklore of that uh, of that type and you they have converted uh, they have hashed some wholesome wholesome uh, relatable a uh, cute very uh, cute image a uh, cute storyline uh, with uh, a very cute and beautiful imagery and uh, uh, created some very generic uh, movies over the last uh, last 100 years or so and uh, not only have they uh, whitewashed the cultures of the folklore that they uh, appropriated from these uh, uh, yeah uh, can't get the word sorry and uh, not only have they done that they have also copyrighted their works and uh, prevented any further uh, uh, spin offs or creations that might you know be uh, a new way of retelling the stories of you know uh, say snow white or sleeping beauty the way disney itself has done that right so i guess uh, disney has been ethically uh, disney has uh, done some very eth- questionable acts ethically but uh, under the guise of free market how are you going to hold them accountable for it i mean yeah obviously disney yeah. is doing that and for most thing that you know disney has done is this charade plays of being you know a family friendly thing and all that shit and in reality is just a i don't know like a copyright beast who's making a cartel over the content and like you pointed out Uh, I've heard of these cases where you know uh, these characters like Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck they seem like to be uh, you know has been associated with children their childhood I guess with all of our childhood at some point of time we we like Mickey Mouse okay it's not bad to admit it and uh, and I read that somewhere case a daycare center or something uh, painted like uh, murals of it on their wall and Disney filed a fucking uh, you know copyright case against them for it. Yeah, how could you do that? Mm. And like, search so your small daycare centers, and you're you're fucking corporate. You're you're like filing cases on this shit. So they're very aggressive. I leave leave daycare centers. Leave daycare centers. Us a kid wanted to have like, uh, you know, an impression of Mickey Mouse on his like a kid's family, dead kid's family, wanted to have an impression of Mickey Mouse on his uh, you know gravestone, and Disney fucking sued them over that. Adding just like the salute of Mickey Mouse over a kid's gravestone. And no, I personally never Mickey liked Mickey Mouse. You know, मतलब बचपन में जब सब बच्चे Mickey Mouse Clubhouse देखते थे, I always was more into British cartoons. <laughs> so I guess मेरा my younger my younger self was a little more morally uh, morally you know ये uh, yeah, on the right side of the morals हाँ. So. <laughs> I guess I, I the only Disney thing that I have actually liked are their live action shows, either that or or just Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. That's it. I've never seen the appeal of Disney films. I I personally loved the Lion King trilogy, right? The Lion King trilogy, uh, uh, Lion King especially. I am not the only one who bawled his eyes out throughout the entire film, right? 
that film was like a very emotional uh, that was an emotional trip that film right and apparently most of the disney films are like that but um, yeah i never watched that many disney films because most of them were like those fairy tale stories uh, and you know hamare isme wo tha ki you are not supposed to watch girly fairy tale movies right so it was illegal for me to so to say to watch cinderella or snow white and you know talk about it the next day ki bros maine snow white dekha she is so that was such a wholesome movie so i guess i uh, didn't watch disney particularly because of uh, disney and uh, lion king was one film that i really liked a lot but apart from that i never saw the appeal in the disney uh, disney shows or disney wo until i realized ki marvel is also a fucking part of the disney ent- enterprise so now i have to follow disney so to say so right yeah right anyways so let's ca- coming yeah, back i think uh, i mean like uh, i really agree with the kind of uh, thing that arjun talked about right i mean we are like four guys right i mean and you know there is like some sort of i mean i mean there is some sort of implicit embargo on like you know boys watching i mean you know cinderella or snow white or something like that and it is assumed i mean like it's not very explicit in the sense that oh you know if you watch it you know people are going to point out and say people are just like haha you're watching cinderella haha i mean like let's go yeah yeah i mean <laughs> like sort of exactly <laughs> which is kal se tumhare ko pink tiffin de de tiffin box de de pink pack kar le yeah i remember like dude i was a kid i went to a toy store right and i really like the kitchen set that they had right there uh, very you know very i had played with kitchen sets with my friends before female friends and i mean i, I, mean, I also want a kitchen set what the fuck right so i asked for a kitchen set and my my parents were like like dude why do you want a kitchen set that's for girls you know you guys they go for the this doctor kit or whatever right <laughs> i really and you know they got me the doctor kit did not get me the kitchen set because oh my god like you know you're a guy How, why why do you want a kitchen set yeah. and i i, I hated that did that medical kit with passion just for the fact that it it you know they did not buy me like the med, you know the kitchen set that i wanted and by the way I, you know jokes on them i i really like cooking now so <laughs> four, four year old abhinit was also breaking cultural stereotypes either that or he was just matlab preparing to grow up to be a neat and just prepare for the home type so <laughs> i mean who knows dude like to be really honest i did not like the food that you know they had at home anyway so you know i had I, i got the penchant of cooking at a very early age because i just want to make food for myself <laughs> yeah so vinay bhai kya main aapka house husband rakh lu <laughs> sure bro sure yeah like just just send your cv send your um you know statement of purpose i'll review them and you know this 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 guy that. this guy will this guy will spend 2 hours cooking a simple uh, meal just because he won't shut up about the aesthetics of the maggi that he is cooking right or about the uh, about the dialectics of the uh, chicken tandoori sandwich that he is making so i i guess <laughs> if you if you want to like if you want to have a fucking philosophy lesson with every single meal that you eat i guess abhinit you can't get a better cook than dude unironically i will start talking about my philosophy of food if you don't shut up right now 
you know <laughs> kunal will kick you out of the meeting because we are talking about the big mouse so right, yeah, yes 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 come back to the anyways coming back to them i had i had yeah i had like some observations about what arjun had said earlier regarding the copyright thing right i mean like i to, just to give some background i mean like there are some historical reasons why you know like disney is so protective of its copyright and you know there are many corporate reasons so so to speak why it, it is right so when uh, you know walt disney sort of you know his work is starting out and you know he's working for various studios he was cheated famously once uh, of one of his characters where he realized that one of his characters that he made mrs mr oswald na he did not even own the copyrights to it if the copyrights were owned by the company he was working for right and he he just got very angry about that fact you know left that company and you know just swore to himself or as it is said in popular culture you know that is the myth right that he swore to himself to own the copyright to everything that he creates and that was the official disney policy they they, they owned copyrights to everything that they created right now the problem was as arjun rightly pointed out that most of the things that they pulled out from you know grim's fairy tales or whatever they were in the public domain right so they were in the sense public property i mean you know there's a long history of you know remakes being you know part of the culture uh, i mean look at shakespeare for example what was shakespeare plays but not remakes of you know previous works that existed it was just the the narration and the technique that shakespeare you know perfected in his time that you know made his show so popular so it was not uh, the, in so much as uh, you know the the originality of those works that were the great things about them it was you know uh, it was the a uh, sort of so to speak it was the the way that they were rendered that that mm-hmm. you know that gave yeah. them their 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 you know artistic touch right mm-hmm. uh, and it is an entire tradition to basically copy from you know the works that existed before i mean bollywood is the greatest example of it but <laughs> let's not go there right so uh, but yeah the thing is that you know culture is in in a sense you know it just it just replicates and repeats itself you know it, you know it there is differences there is repetition <laughs> and you know so on and so on so to speak so um the point the, the what what happens with you know things like copyright and stuff and this is a concern that many you know people who was talking about copyright when it became a thing you know back in uh, early 18th century or 17th century it was that you know it will in a way be restrictive of you know creativity right in the sense that what's a copyright work people can't borrow from it without you know the permission of the copyright owner right so so the thing with it okay you know but still there are, there was an argument oh you know if we protect these works by copyright what will happen is that you know people will be more and more encouraged to uh, you know at jeremy bentham and you know, all these utilitarian philosophers were of the mind that you know if you protect the copyrighted works what it will give it is an impetus for the creator to produce but originally the idea of copyright i think it was as as it was intended by the makers of the us constitution as well was that you know oh you give a run of about you know 30 you know 20 30 years 15 i mean i think the original term was 15 years to you know these copyright owners and you know they they get they get a chance to sort of make gains from their uh, from their uh, whatever thing that they created and after that in the copyright and in- extinguishes and thing enters the public domain other people can copy from it etc etc right so what happens now i mean the current copyright i think uh, regime if i'm not wrong is the death of the author plus 65 years or something i had 30 years i'm i'm not sure exactly 65 I mean, or 120 years right? whichever comes first something like that yeah 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 so which is like insane which is something that even you know the sort of utilitarians like that were that, that came up with the idea of copyright would think that oh this is this only you know 
overly restrictive right i mean i mean and that what what why it is it has become worse is the fact that that disney what it is doing is pulling from basically from the public domain right for example there are things like in public domain like the story of pinocchio story of cinderella and you know what it is doing is it making them into copyrighted characters right exactly. so if anyone anyone is like you know they took from public domain if say someone else similarly wants to borrow from the public domain they they get they, they have the potential to get into legal conflict with uh, disney right so in a sense they they're, they're basically privatizing what exists in the public without giving anything to public in return right so which is a very problematic thing and you know the look at how basically copyright laws have evolved i mean it, the, the disney had like a huge role in, in in you know lobbying to change the copyright laws and extend copyright protection i mean you know the, the i think the most recent copyright change law and like you know extension law in us was called the mickey mouse protection act yeah. because disney heavily heavily lobbied to basically um um you know do uh, heavily you know paid the congress members of congress and senate to pass the law which basically was you know the extension was being asked because you know i think the the, the copyright term of mickey mouse was coming to an end and they did not want it to go to the public domain just yet so they wanted to protect it and you know and that is why that act was passed it's very fucked up how you know private corporation arbitrarily can change the law just to you know just for its own ends which is like very um very problematic you know the way that corporations especially in united states you know the way that they influence public policy so openly it's like very it's very guys of lobbying right you know um you uh, igno- uh, not ignoring but st- uh, keeping aside the legal uh, legal ramifications of you know disney's uh, overzealous and uh, unscrupulous co- uh, co- copywriting and you know unscrupulous legal actions to protect its the creations what it does is you know it is taking away from the creators the original creators of these content and uh, it is uh, rehashing it in some certain fucked up wholesome way and then it is calling it as its own uh, calling these movies and these productions as this uh, as its own and you know altering the people's uh, altering the people's ideas of how a fairy tale or how these fantasy or folklore are supposed to be let's take uh, let's talk, let's talk about this cultural whitewashing right which is a very serious uh, thing that uh, disney is guilty of right now people like you and me and literally everyone we all know uh, we all uh, think of fairy tales as this story which has one uh, which has this you know um a protagonist hota hai who has some usually who is born or who is usually uh, uh, who is usually at the beginning in some tough conditions right they go through some hardships they uh, they go through some hardships then they uh, they find love so to say right they find someone whom they love and then there are some more obstacles but in the end they overcome it with the power of love and uh, then they live happily ever after you know this uh, this notion of happily ever after has been most popularized by movies of disney right be it snow white be it disney snow white be it disney cinderella be it disney's sleeping beauty all of these films uh, have this notion of a happily ever after but if you do a little bit of research and you know you go a little bit, a bit deeper into the historical archives you will find out these uh, the movies have completely changed how these stories were written 
and how uh, these stories were initially told and you know passed on from one generation to another so um stories like snow white and uh, sto- stories like snow white or uh, sleeping beauty these these are not uh, the uh, proper creation of any uh, one particular set of people right we credit uh, them primarily to the brothers grim but even they roamed around the entire lands and depths of germany to you know collect uh, these stories uh, from uh, babu shuka so and uh, so to say right like uh, they collected stories from uh, matronly people and the elderly people and you know or uh, collected them into story collections right so uh, any anyway, and uh, the stories that were told in these small villages were in no way wholesome because you know in small villages in villages that are not as prosperous the way people look at life is very grim right and um uh, and uh, so um, basically uh, basically what it is no is uh, disney has taken these stories and diluted them into digestible exactly. portions that uh, people can take in easily and this what this does is erase the original value of the story and now you have stories about you know this with this singular message that okay even if you are an outcast like in cinderella or even if you are ugly like in uh, the hunchback of nostradam you can you can be beautiful you can be special and stuff like that so it's basically they've taken something of which had value beyond that essentially the yeah. original stories and turned them into these pieces of media that are essentially more or less escapist not going to lie yeah exactly yeah, they they give a very simplified version of life if you may right yeah so, and uh, uh to bring uh, to bring the conversation into a more into a different direction i would like to talk like especially with regards to escapist uh, escapist media in this case the marvel movies i would like to talk about martin scorsese's comments on marvel movies and uh, the culture that they create and uh, that got him into a lot of trouble with neckbeards who based their entire personality on marvel and dc mm-hmm. so that was that was something that was an interesting occurrence for me of of how you know just the media that the media and the culture that uh, disney primarily perpetuates just has affected people and uh, martin coming back to what martin uh, talked about and uh, martin essentially called these uh, movies these productions as uh, you know as carnival as uh, theme parks theme park yeah exactly as they he called it theme park movies he said they do not have any value they are as commodified as a theme park there is nothing real in these movies it's just it's just a farce put off uh, it's just a farce of emotions and situations put on screen that has no real value while it may be entertaining martin does not say that these movies are bad he instead he called he called them good productions like he said that it had great acting talent there was a lot of technological work that had gone into these movies so they did not by any means uh, you know were of low quality but They, they they did not have any value to them and the culture that they create around themselves you know it led to further reduction of value in other cult- other media that came up around it because again what drives the creation of media especially in today's landscape is the is profit let's not lie 
like their mm. artistic expression is a is a very important thing but again profit drives everything because the money that the artists use to create their art comes from someone who wants who wants you know who wants payback who wants uh, a profit on their investment into the artist and his and his art so this becomes a huge issue again because now what happens is people not just disney but other companies as well are forced into making the similar kind of picture because that is what will gain them you know gain them money so we can't expect something like uh, something as as uh, something as outlying as uh, american psycho or uh, or let's fight club or life of pi or all of these other movies which are unique in their own senses which try to do something that that was different and now this what this creates is the same it's a feedback it's a it's a feedback loop of it's a feedback loop of media that goes on continuing itself you get the same you get the same kind of stories of uh, you know just uh, underdogs who not by their own effort or their own will but by through random acts or you just do uh, deus ex machina the power of love so to say the power the of love deus ex machina of power of love they just do good so this i don't know this disney i i'd like to call it the disneyfication of stuff and that is that is uh, occurring at a very very you know very very dangerous level and yeah. uh, again this, and this profit you know this uh, this scrambling for profit has has been worsened by you know the coronavirus pandemic which closed down a lot of theaters and now it's it's harder for uh, people to portray their art and portray their work so that again becomes very problematic in this sense because again people will be forced to make the same things over and over and this leads to a reduction in the overall value of the media that we are going to consume so that's that's bad uh, yeah. in my opinion and uh, you know um, the going or taking on the to- the point of you know marvel movies Marvel movies are by no means not entertaining, right? And I'm pretty sure Martin Scorsese also didn't want to say that you know these are dumb movies just because the entire production is done in front of a green screen and you know the uh, 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 actors uh, dressed up in stupid uh, green screen costumes, right? That's not the point. Marvel movies are good films. They are entertaining. They are worth a watch or two. they have some uh, really great acting they have some great story lines and uh, they they make they make really good visual cinema right they make for some great visual cinema like uh, um take the example of that scene in the end game where you know all all the avengers assembled and everyone well uh, the, the 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 final battle you know the climactic ba- battle it it made for some amazing visual cinema right and uh, it uh, it is also marvel films are also a great uh, great dose of dopamine rush for all of us you know everyone jaise matlab captain america ka entrance hua usme when captain america matlab got hold of thor's hammer everyone in the audience went to and you know when iron man went uh, said his final i am iron man uh, everyone was like okay so matlab sabko ek acha khasa dopamine rush milta and uh, marvel movies are for that sort of entertainment right you want to get a little bit of dopamine rush you want to get you want to enjoy, uh, enjoy some great visuals you want to enjoy some vice crack comedy and for that you go and watch films uh, 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 superhero films basically right 
and uh, that's that's uh, particularly why marvel does uh, better than dc so to say i don't want to make this a marvel versus dc debate but dc is a little bit darker and that's why probably uska matlab jo uh, appeal hai it is not much more towards the teen audience right anyway so uh, talking about uh, the thing uh, that we are talking about disney uh, disney relies on a certain formula right and that is the formula that it adopts for adapts for you know marvel films it adapts for its all its animated films it adapts for all its live action films also and it uh, so and this formula is like you know um uh, that everything will turn out just fine in the end and uh, the problem is these films they create a reality which is very far off from what uh, they create a false reality right which is very uh, far off from what is actually happening out there um and uh, this is a big problem you know matlab theek hai when someone on a small scale does this it is okay but disney has reached towards literally every single country almost every single country out there in the world right and uh, it has uh, it has an influence particularly on a bear its uh, primary base of audience is you know a very uh, is of a very impressionable age right um and uh, when you tell these people that okay you yeah, just uh, just be a very loving and kind person and you know just uh, believe in the power of love so to say and everything will turn out right they uh, they, they create this false image right ki matlab to the children will think ki okay matlab main kuch bhi karunga but if i have the heart if i have the right heart if i have the if i believe in love mere ko sath kuch bhi galat ho nahi sakta and that can't be further from reality life is a bitch man and you know uh, life is a bitch and you uh, you have to go through shitty phases and it's not like you matlab if you won't do anything about it and just sit back and think you okay it's going to pass yeah so um, the the films uh, the films uh, they uh, they are very matlab you know they are very far off from reality and uh, they, they give us a false sense of hope to people right there was this uh, so i guess abhinit knows about this there was this study by uh, some psychologists which uh, in which she interviewed some domestic abuse domestic violence uh, victims yeah, basically the basically point was that you know the women who identify you know as girls who identify with cinderella or snow white are more likely to be in in in, in sort of abusive relationships or you know relationship um involving domestic violence because and you know the entire nation i think that the entire idea that was uh, the entire idea that was promoted in a sense by uh, by the you know movies like beauty and the beast is like i can fix him complex right which is like a meme a lot nowadays right so yeah. basically basically that oh you know if if your love is strong enough you know it can conquer you know whatever differences you have or you know whatever you know like the, what is wrong with another person this is very fucked up idea let's not make meals about it right <laughs> like the entire notion just you know rests upon oh you know that there is some kind of responsibility or you know there is some quite sort of uh, possibility of, of you know reconciliation on, based on some you know i mean idea of love or whatever I mean, whatever disney peddles now the thing is that disney peddling because it sells right but the kind of cultural impact is having disney does not have to you know be accountable accountable for that right i mean that is the entire corporate doctrine right milton friedman and you know like uh, the rest is that you know oh, you know the, the only responsibility companies have is to make profit and you know whatever the cultural consequences of their actions are you know, that is none of their concern 
they're operating on that i mean they did what do they care about you know what kind of psychological impact it is leaving on kids who you know grow up watching these movies or you know what kind of images of you know reality that are forming in their head they're not concerned with that uh, but yeah i mean i mean in in many senses you do see um, you know art imitating life you know in the sense so i mean i'll talk about something i mean you know some like, idea this idea about um, you know like life imitating art which is like described as anti mimesis right so mimesis uh, you know as you know like aristotle talks about it it is that art imitates life right you know so you have uh, uh, you know art with sort of is sort of sort of supposed to be a mimicry of reality it just copies the, the way reality functions but in oscar wilde in his essay the decay of the lying you know talks about anti mimesis there are many ways there are many ways in which uh you see how um you know life imitates art right i mean kids who grew up watching a certain type of movies and you know which follows a certain idea i mean look at our idea of romance right i mean the entire idea of romance love falling in love dating whatever where does it come from it comes from a cultural industry which uh, which sort of peddles these ideas right uh that uh, uh, and you know they they become part of the normal culture as well so, so there is like a back and forth back and forth between you know reality and art and you know i mean one influences the other invariably right you cannot say that it is purely true that you know art is always copying reality or you know it's like reality is borrowing from art it's it's the entire you know romanticism versus realism debate so i mean we, we i think we talked about it in in the episode about tv series but yeah, i mean it's it's what can we do about it too? like there's nothing we can't like i mean if we sort of criticize disney for it maybe i don't know man but like that is their entire uh, unique selling point i don't know what we will do about it i mean that is the entire culture that they have built over the 100 years the idea of you know family friendly drama which where everything you know ends happily i mean, I mean I mean, what do we propose alternatively to to do some like you know realities uh, of life in in children's movie? I mean, that is certainly what Grimm's story tells did in in one instance, right? Is to show about how you know we need to be wary of the world in many ways. I don't know, man. Juniper tree. I have has anyone like heard of that fairy tale? basically where what happens i think if i remember correctly i think the stepmother i don't know man kills the guy you know breaks his head makes him into a stew which the family eats and you know, so on and so on i mean very some very dark and disturbing story i remember the story particularly because you know my sister told me once you know when we were like going to bed and i was like as a kid she told me the story and i shit my pants and you know this realizing how gruesome some of these fairy tales are they're nothing like the fairy tales that disney has fed us right and and after that you know i went back and started reading these fairy tales and some of the shit that i found is really extremely fucked up and extremely scary which will give you nightmares for for days and end right uh, which is something that is you know the 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 the, the sort of uh, is what disney is tried to you know just cast its like mickey mouse magic over it and you know make it something very wholesome for everyone right I mean, you can see it on every. I mean, you know, um, Pinocchio ends with you know, like uh, in the original story, it ends with Pinocchio being hanged, and you know, he 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 dies, which is like a sort of a you know, a moral lesson for kids to you know, if you if you don't obey, and you know what happens is that you you know, you die, or I mean, like at least bad things happen to you, right? And what Pinocchio was turned into, oh, you know, he he becomes a real boy because now he's become you know this and that. And it's, उंड 
जंगल बुक का क्या है जंगल बुक भी आई आई वॉच इट एज अल्ड जंगल बुक इसमें जंगल में पैदा हुआ है Back with while in the uh, TV series Mowgli actually had a proper confrontation like a full on face to face fight with uh, with Sher Khan the tiger so yeah that this is one example of how Disney in my opinion personally जो मुझे like which I've personally felt it degraded the source material and turned it into just you know easily consumable consumable bits क्या it's just It's it's toffee movies and toffee shows. एक बार मुंह में डालो toffee डालो. Like I don't like the Disney animation. Like after being a anime, you know, fan and all, I I just cannot see Disney animation. It's just too painful to watch. And the recent animations that coming anyway, it's just too much to handle for me. So मैं तो कुछ बोल नहीं सकता इस पे. I mean, we can go into a whole another conversation about 2D versus 3D animation. Just stop with that. Like 2D versus 2D versus 3D. छोड़ो. Like, why does the West? Why has the West? You know, just why is the West now fixating upon an animation style that is patently ugly to look at? Like, while okay, I'm going to sound like such a weeb, but when you look at anime, it's such so aesthetically pleasing. Every character looks good. All the All the backgrounds and everything is beautifully rendered. You have proper motion. You have everything proper. While Disney, okay, Disney has a lot. Disney and other Western animations have a lot of money put into them, but somehow the effect is missing. Like there's something, there's there's something missing in animation today. And when you juxtapose Disney's '90s animations, which I believe the '90s was that one time for Disney when they actually did something good. आजकल the beauty that it had the, the, it lost the feeling that it had it used to have and uh, that is that is somewhat disney in itself like 
in the 20th century there was a certain feeling around disney and now that and now it's, it seems to be completely gone i believe up up it's just okay print more and more money in in any way that you can aise there's there's a snow there was the the beauty and the beast remake abhi there are a lot of remakes there is there's a cinderella remake there's a hunchback of notre dame no hunchback of notre dame remake that is uh, that is in the works so disney ka 2025 tak ka jo release release schedule hai apne khud ke productions ke liye it's filled with remakes there are no new ips there are no new ideas and this again comes back to the problem that we discussed about ki it just creates this feedback loop of content and the content that is successful is the one that keeps coming back and the people keep consuming it because that is all they've been exposed to or agar disney or in the bade corporations ka hold is raha to that is that is the state that we'll be in there will be no ground breaking things there will be no there will be no breakthroughs in imagination and we'll all just be watching feel good you know toffee movies and that 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 i guess is a very big tragedy according to me yeah unironically unironically yes kunal go ahead pointed around because of the remix thing so you know i see this a different variable uh, why they are fixating like obviously money making they get more money in that thing but you know i have seen that that monopoly that uh, you know there was a animation thing when someone said animation only thing first came to us disney but now this monopoly sort of being uh, challenged and uh, breaking by them yeah the sad industry and which i see is from the oscars you know like the amount of money there's been paid for these movies to win oscar which it is stories the animation so i just feel like now with this constant competition to create the monopoly to maintain it i think it's it's more like to uh, better this season to invest in remakes for more profit making i guess you know dumb the story it's better to make more money by these remakes because you cannot compete in animation now you are just a second rate company if i would like to say it. yeah dude i mean i think one of the usps of like disney was in a way that it you know was experimentalist right i mean animation was not something that people i mean Walt Disney pioneered the idea of like animation in a sense right i mean where like at the largest scale dude like unironically the 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 best thing about disney was that they were doing things that were never done before in a way right i mean look at the kind of you know i mean the kind of focus that disney had in its formative years right i mean some of the movies that they produced you know were like so i mean you know of course they were investment heavy plus you know there was so much risk because there was no uncertainty whether they will you know click with the audience or not but you know i mean like some of the budgets that you know i mean disney spent in exorbitant money in some of their early production and you know with with zero idea whether they will run or not so it was this experimentalist spirit of disney to produce new content to take risk and you know to to sort of further you know reinvent our imagination that was that was you know something that you know that, that was their selling point but you know we now see that that is not ha- happening right what it is doing is this making these remakes what do what do remakes do because you know that you know if something is being remade and it was hit before you know it is going to probably sell i mean you know uh, by especially by people who you know grew up watching this movie then they you know they will go there for you know i mean i don't know man nostalgia or gasm or something right so so they, what they're doing is just you know just just cancelling out their experimentalist spirit in 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 in, in, in to approach 
easy riskless money right which will of course make many people rich right so so it's it's all about i mean the, the way i see it is that it's 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 it has become less about the ideas or you know, forwarding the ideas that disney forward i mean i i would not argue that they were great ideas to begin with but still i mean you know that, that is that those are the ideas that many people you know were, were found to connect with and now disney is abandoning even that right just to just to make a quick few bucks i, I don't know what to make of it i mean honestly not like it's going away either you know it's it's if it's you know if it does not live up to its you know own set its own giant ideals it, 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 it's not like it's going to disappear it does not live to it i mean it's it's it still you know owns almost everything all all of entertainment popular entertainment that exists out there owns half of it right i mean what can we do about it i i, I don't see it going anywhere to be honest damn man that was depressing what the fuck So, I mean, I think this is more or like more or less a good point to end it, end things because again, we can't change anything about it. We can the only thing that we can do as consumers is support things that are new, support things that are different, and not go for Disney's or other other bigger corporations rehashes. And it is our consuming habits, you know, that drive. the companies and drive their process so i believe that if we alter our consuming habits the companies will be forced to you know change themselves as well so as to suit their consumer base and if we do that i believe uh, we can see some change but i don't think i, I don't see that change coming anytime soon like i i i can personally uh, personally attempt to bring about that i can personally personally attempt to do things that might bring about that change but Unless there's a bigger cultural change, I don't think uh, I don't think we can avoid what is it, what has essentially you know what is essentially already happening, and it's bound to happen. I mean, I, in some ways, you can see that change happening, right? For example, uh, some of the more problematic themes that you know Disney, as the earlier animated versions have, now they're trying to vocify it, right? And, and just to sort of take away some of the, uh, I mean, you know, uh, shallowness of its. original movies to add some you know elements of depth in it right so now i mean cinderella does not you know fall at at the first sight of you know whatever person he sees uh, she sees you know now she's met her him before so you know now she sees him again and she's like oh my god you're the same guy and sort of you know to add that oh you know they're not you know so their love is not so shallow again and and you know and the the, the sort of current woke fine i think you know there was this entire idea about this feminist you know in i mean you know sort of recreation i think i've not seen the beauty and the beast latest movie i think there was some theme like that uh, from the reviews i read am, am i right right you know some sort of feminist yeah, recreation sort of feminist yeah 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 like with the bill awards and everything sorry agni that is again it just comes down to being you know appeasing appeasing the audience that is it there was no particular feminist theme they also tried to put they also tried to ham fist in this uh, you know this this almost homosexual you know like this homoeroticism between two characters oh yeah yeah and i remember that it was, it was very awkward because again it was not it was not genuine you can see like all of these uh, depths that they try to create in the newer works they seem very artificial because again they they're all false bottoms because disney again is not trying to do something with those themes it's just trying to inculcate in them into the story so as to be more appealing to the consumer base that it 
you know that it serves today so uh, I, i mean again you like you said it provides depth i just feel that the depth provided is again a false spot so maybe maybe it does provide depth to the people who enjoy those things i personally i find yeah, i said illusion of death right <laughs> yeah i need no i'm sorry i missed that so i guess yeah that like it's fucked man shit's fucked just watch anime for fuck's sake Okay, Achha, just... this, there is this one thing I wanted to discuss about that was related to Hayao Miyazaki, and uh, the way that some people look at it as the Disney of Japan. What do you guys think about that? I haven't watched Hayao Miyazaki's uh, films until now. Until only one film of his I have watched, and I don't think I'm educated enough, qualified enough to give any opinions. See, I'll speak. I'll speak. Well, like I have watched most. most of the popular miyazaki films and the only thing that i have to say is that like the only the only merit that this classification carries as you know the walt disney of him being the walt disney of japan is that he he brought in and pioneered pioneered you know animation and created movies aimed at children but i still find more depth and more value in miyazaki films than any of the stuff that is made That is yeah, true yeah, for yeah. all Japanese animators, right? And Japanese uh, story writers, because um, all the anime films, you know, um, and uh, there is this blame that is there to be put on the Disney brand of films. You know, Disney has trivialized uh, animation, uh, the value of animation, animated films, and you know, the chance of uh, the the. the uh, potential of animated films to explore into deep and complex human emotions right uh, i remember in the first episode uh, i guess first or was it the tv episode now it was the tv episode where abhineet was telling us about how you know animation was not supposed to be for kids uh, at a point of time you know but it was disney and disney's brand of animation and animated movies that made it that way but uh, if you, uh, but when you look at, and that's why uh, that's probably the reason why when uh, you know um, uh, when we uh, you know i am pretty sure ye samrat ke sath bhi hua hoga abhinit ke sath hua kunal ke sath hoga mere sath bhi hua tha whenever we watch anime we are told by our parents or by our elders ki you know ye kya bachcho wali cheez dekh rahe ho because they don't expect it to be anything serious at all yes 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 and this is because of the image that disney has created of animated movies in general right and because of that we do not expect anything serious or any complex topics to be discussed explored in in these animated films and uh, i guess they, 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 this blame has to be put on disney you know disney should be held accountable for the fact that uh, you know people still till to this date you know even in 20 in the 21st century we think that animation is not a good visual cinema right and uh, that's because uh, disney has made an entire business an entire industry out of just generic family formula uh, family formula cuteness overload films and i guess uh, disney <laughs> disney is for little kids and even then also it doesn't add value to their lives so i don't know what the point of disney existing yeah, is yeah i mean you see some of that themes overflowing into indian i mean you know of course america has moved on from this idea that in animation is for kids you see so much of adult animation coming but uh, you know you see that there is no idea of adult animation in it as you explained right i mean you know yeah. you know both anime people like like cartoon to dekh raha you know i mean still happens right i'm watching youtube animation and my you know aunt comes from the back 
know you watching cartoon or something <laughs> exactly i had explained that you know that what it is right for the entirety of like you know india in india the animation is all 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 always geared towards kids right it's the legacy of disney that we are looking chota beam and you know all this indian animation that is coming out in a sense a legacy of disney right that anime it's supposed to be cute see you know family friendly thing you know animation is supposed to be that and it's supposed to be oriented towards children we don't have any serious adult animation in india as of now like there's nothing right so i mean it's very very tricky situation that uh, anime like you know like disney has left india culturally right i mean this entire chota bean complex i talked about i mean like, what do we what do we do about that i mean you know like can 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 india ever have like you know move away from this uh, legacy of disney and you know actually have animation that is geared towards adult or i mean is that just a distant possibility yeah samrat what do you think i guess samrat uh, samrat uh, was uh, samrat i guess dozed off because we two were, were making some really boring points so i guess <laughs> i i i guess uh, he we would like to conclude it right now yeah uh, okay okay chalo final comments final comments uh, what arjun what is your conclusion from this entire discussion my <laughs> my take away is that you know disney is uh, disney makes generic image immature stuff and you know <laughs> children should just stay the fuck away from disney content disney animated content especially Okay so the conclusion is that Arjun thinks that uh, children should watch mature things and yeah. not immature things children man should, up, you know, man receive, up kids children should receive proper uh, upbringing and you know it should be uh, should be made to watch uh, animations like Bojack Horseman and Family Guy <laughs> and South Park they are also animation after all isliye that you know parents never objected us playing GTA San Andreas but you know cart a game hai to bachcho ke liye ho gaya right <laughs> <laughs> ट्रीटमेंटिंग <laughs> I think she also left now. You know, widow died, and last movie is also out. Oh that my god! That also fared very bad. Damn. Damn. Okay, so the only good thing about Disney is now dead, pushed down, and you know it's dead. I mean, okay. I think dead. for like I some mean, time okay. it's Loki. I I don't know. The people feel like that, but I guess nothing more than their Marvel characters, and I don't know playoff characters that they you know steal from here and mess up Marvel comics. Yeah, that's best with Disney. I think I think you know that they, some one of the merits that they have is that the, is their way of storytelling. You know, they're good at telling stories. I mean, doesn't matter what sort of uh, stories they're telling, but I think it is great. It is good storytelling, especially if you look at Marvel. And then, uh, anyway, uh, I mean, you know, let's let's just we we just you know included a perfunctory center because yeah, like we yeah. have been shooting with Disney for like one straight hour. So let's talk about something good. I just, I just hope we don't get a class action suit notice from them. For oh my god, this will be interesting. Nerds now. But don't worry, guys. We are a micro niche internet. dot com, Instagram, subculture, sub subcultural podcast. So I don't think they can find any one of us. So 
We are safe, guys. <laughs> Some cloud or something. So okay. Oh yeah, we get a huge boost in views, dude. And ironically, yeah, bye. Thank you for everyone uh, for who tuned in, and uh, this is a wrap for this episode. Uh, we'll see you probably Try in the next um, mini episode. Yeah, I think yeah, after I that guess, we have a mini episode. Yeah, we have a mini episode most probably on whom? I, I don't American know, Psycho. I don't know, man. Like we will see. Nah, we will tell you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, bye, everyone. We'll see you soon, and not two years later. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is still alive, by the way. So uh bye bye guys take okay. care Kunal loves you all Abhinit loves you all I fucking hate all of you uh, <laughs> so Samrat so gaya so I can't speak for him right now <laughs> Okay good night good night everyone okay